everyone. Thanks for joining us on the GYST podcast, where we discuss topics to help you get your together. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of your favorite podcast, the GYST podcast, also known as Get Your Shit Together. Glenn, that was nice and to the point. I like it very much, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that leads us into our topic for today. I know. I hit the target, didn't I? You did. Uh, so I'm going to let you uh, take take this topic because I think it was fantastic and you had a wonderful idea with it. Sure. So I went out shooting the other day. And for those that you don't know, I don't mean basketball. I was actually using my rifle and my pistol at our shooting range. And I kept repeating a rifleman's mantra over and over to myself as I was aiming. Aim small, miss small. Meaning if you aim, you're going to hit a a target. If you aim at a small part of the target, you're going to miss the target. Make sure you're aiming at the larger part so you're aiming at a smaller uh, percentage to miss. Right? So you aim at the torso, not at the head. Mm -hmm. So aim small, miss small. And then I had another mantra that I repeated to myself over and over. If you aim at nothing, you hit nothing. And I kept repeating those to myself over and over while I was shooting until it sort of clicked. This can be applied to life. Aim small, miss small. If you aim at the moon right off the bat, you're going to miss your target. Start small. Aim at a smaller target. Go for it. Get that achievement going. Build some momentum and then work yourself up to the bigger targets or the more difficult targets. Yeah, and I I really like this because it's so applicable to life. And one of the things that I've been kind of exploring lately is whenever anyone sets a goal, they feel like it has to be so outlandish, such a huge declaration, you know, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to be a millionaire this year. Yeah. Uh, you, you can't even pay your rent right now. <laughs> <laughs> I went to a I went to a, a personal development seminar years ago, and we had to set a 90-day goal. And the goal was supposed to be enough to where you get nervous just thinking about it. I mean, we're talking about way outside your comfort zone. Right. And there had to be some kind of a consequence to it. So you, you buddy up with someone. So say it's you and I, if I hit my goal, great. If I don't hit my goal, I write you a check for a thousand dollars and I give it to you. And if I don't get it, you get to cash it in. Uh, some, some other thing that someone did was I will clean your toilets for six months. You know, so this is, uh, definitely consequences. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm a little late on that one, but uh, um, what am I? There we go. Thank that you. was late. Thank Sorry you. about that, Thank Glenn. You. I'm here through uh, tonight. <laughs> but so many people. So, so yeah, so that was a, a big consequence. And one of the people said that it was their goal to get married within 90 days. Now, this Ooh. person was not in a relationship. He did not have any prospective partners. It was just something he was setting. And the 
facilitator of the seminar tried to talk him out of it. You know, this is, it's great that you're being aggressive, but this is too aggressive. You don't really have anything kind of building up towards it. And he just said, yep, nope, I'm going to do it. And, And he did not do it, did not even come close to doing it. But I think when you think about that kind of stuff, it's, you know, again, what we talk about is you set the goals to be so high that because they're so lofty, many people don't even know how to accomplish the smaller goals. You know, if you went up to that same guy and said, okay, it's your goal to get married in 90 days. What if you said it's your goal to be in a relationship in 90 days? That can be difficult for most people. Yeah, very difficult. So when you, when you come across that, is that something that's applicable to you now? Or was it once where you would set goals that were way outside of the range of possibility? I kind of think we all start off making outlandish goals. I mean, it starts out in childhood with our imaginations, right? I'm going to be an astronaut. I, I'm, I'm going to be, you know, president or, or ruler of the world, right? We all come up with these weird things. Um, so we set these outlandish goals. Now, are they achievable? Sure, at that young age, the, you know, the sky's the limit. But when you're setting yourself a goal with a deadline, it, it, especially with a short deadline, you're limited on your options. So you have to get there or you fail. If you don't get there, you're setting yourself up for a negative feeling. And you know what's interesting is there's, there's two schools of thoughts. One is... If you set something too aggressive, you're not going to be able to find the resources that you need in order to accomplish that. But the other take is, and you hear a lot of people say that they perform better under stress. It's not necessarily that you perform better under stress. It's that you are finally focused on something. And when you're focused on something, you tend to become creative. So you're going to start seeing options that were there all along but you just didn't you know, see them for whatever reason. Definitely, definitely. Um, I, I think one of the key factors in what you said there is eye on the prize, right? Eye on what you want. Yeah, and so what are some, you know, I mean, a, a fantastic example is this podcast. And I'll speak briefly to, to my portion of it, but I'd like to get your thoughts on it as well. When we first launched this podcast, the first major success was just having someone outside of the three of us being able to listen to it on their phone with, you know, by searching for it in a podcast app. Once they were able to do that, it was like, wow, like I can't believe this is amazing. We weren't thinking, okay, six years down the road, where do we want to be? It was just in that moment, where do we want to be? And as you as you move forward, things evolve, things change, and you have to allow yourself the flexibility to do just that. And so you came on this podcast as just a guest. Mm-hmm. How did you become one of the one of the main people behind it? Well, let me backtrack <clears throat> a little bit here. Do you think? If you had set lofty goals for the podcast initially, do you think it would still be here today? No, not at all. 
Not at all. The The reason why I say that is when I, I knew what it took to do a podcast, especially one with some consistency. I hadn't done it before, but I knew, okay, we, we need to get together every other week. We need to record for a couple hours. This is a dedication. Because of that, I also had a long-term vision. But if I shared my long-term vision with, at the time, it was Christian and Kyle, who were even just not certain that they wanted to do this in the first place, and now we're talking about six years down the road and where we want to be, no way, I, I think it would have been, you know, I, I don't think I qualify to be the kind of person that you're looking for. Interesting, isn't it? Yeah. And to see how long they went with the, the podcast, too. So what what what's your story now? How did you go from, you know, this sounds interesting, yeah, I'd like to be a guest, to here you are? My story's pretty simple. I came just to hear it. I participated a couple times, thought it was cool, and I needed to change something in my life anyway, get myself doing something more positive and less alone. And uh, it just snowballed from there. I said, okay, I'm going to give it a year. Okay, a year turned into two. And here you are all these years later. I'm telling you, <laughs> it's been the road. So why do people set <clears throat> goals that are too big, it's especially around New Year's? They think they have to be big, otherwise they're waste. It's not necessarily true. I can sit here and set a goal, okay, I'm, I'm going to eat one salad a day. Mm-hmm. I'm going to drink three bottles of water a day. That, to everyone, sounds simple. Oh, that's not really a goal. Well, when you haven't been drinking water or eating salads, that's a major step forward. And over the time, you know what? That, that four bottles of water and one salad a day turns into you know 365 salads in a year and four times that in bottles of water. Now, when we, <clears throat> why is it that some people have an easier time setting smaller goals and they struggle with long-term goals? And then in the same respect, you've got some people who, you know, long-term goals, not a problem, but short-term goals, that's a struggle. I think it's more of a mindset, right? Um it's easier for some people to think and see a far-off target and plan for that far-off tar- target. But when they try and plan for something that's two days from now, it's hard for them to go, well, crap, that means I have to stop doing this or I have to cancel this event or I have to stop doing what I'm currently doing. I can't do that right now. I have to find a better time. That, ladies and gentlemen, is little Google. Um yeah, there's there's a book that I read by uh, Jay Paprasar that I love, and it's called The One Thing. The reason why I love this is because what he does is he helps you understand what is your, let's, let's just say 10 years, 10-year goal, 10 years from now, where do you want to be? And then work backwards. Where do you want to be in five years? In two and a half. 
Where do you need to be in one year? Where do you need to be in six months, in one month, one week? What do you need to do right now in order to get there? And the reason why I like it so much is because it really does a fantastic job of helping you break down the long-term stuff into smaller, manageable, and even key to that is trackable progress. When you can measure yes or no, you're doing something every single day to get closer or further away from your goals, it's a lot easier to see the long-term impact that that's going to have. So when you were thinking about this quote when you were shooting, was it difficult for you to, to kind of concentrate on shooting or were you just like, wow, like, you know, almost like an epiphany type of moment? Well, to be honest, it's something that they teach you when you first learn how to shoot. Uh, any shooting instructor would actually teach you these mantras and say, okay, aim small, miss small. If you aim at nothing, you're going to hit nothing, so make sure you aim. It's it's something that you, they, they teach you to just keep repeating over and over. And then it just becomes natural in your head. And I don't think about it now when I'm shooting, when I'm shooting, but... I just happened to start thinking about it this time, and I went, shit, this applies to everything else in life. What the hell? <laughs> if I don't set a goal, I can't hit a goal. I'm never going to get there. If I aim at too large of a goal, too difficult to target up front, I'm setting myself up for failure. Yes, I might hit it, but I've, I've got so much room for, for error that I might miss. So aim small, miss small. Aim for small goals. You'll, you'll definitely start building up that momentum. You'll get the skills set up for those larger um, successes later on. Now, shooting is a sport where it is 100% about the individual. Yes. There's, there's no team or anything like that. So it's you're, you're fighting against not only a skill that you don't have, but because it's more slower-paced, it's all a mental thing. And same thing with golf. You hear so many golfers say that golf is played in your head and that's more relevant to the sport than the, than the physical aspect of it. So when you are, say, say you're shooting for the smallest target possible. Every time you miss, you're going to get more and more upset with yourself, more and more frustrated. You're going to try to force things that, kind of derail you and in your experience of shooting how do you calm that down that that mental game for me i aim at smaller targets closer near uh, closer to me so they're usually larger and easier to hit targets but i try and back myself up if i'm missing a distance target i'll back myself up aim at something closer if i'm able to hit that target i take it one step farther I'll go a little bit farther out the next time, and I'll wait until I get that perfect shot on that one. Then I'll move on to the next target. Sometimes you have to back yourself up and start over. Start slow. Hmm. And when you were thinking about how this is applicable to life, were there any examples that ran through your head? Well, pretty much we've got New Year's coming up, right? Everyone has those lofty New Year's goals, right? I'm going to lose 100 pounds in three months. Uh, I, I'm going to give up tobacco. 
in three months. Okay, that's great to say it. But how are you going to do it? Are you setting yourself up for failure or are you setting yourself up for success? What are your steps? Consider that before you start making a lofty goal. Yeah, and one of the things that Kyle always used to say is New Year's is just a date. Why yeah. do you have to wait till then? Why can't you start right now? And, you know, we've, we've done several episodes about New Year's goals. And I, I'm drawing a blank on the stat, but it's something like 75% of them fail within just a couple of weeks. And, and I think the reason why is exactly what you're talking about is the goals that we set are so lofty that it takes such a drastic life adjustment that we're just not ready to make. Or in some cases, we just don't know how to make. And, so say and you... Another, another yeah. thing, just to add on to that. Now, those goals could be completely obtainable. Mm-hmm. They could be, you know, something that's not really lofty and, and hard to hit. But there's no planning involved. So they're either aiming for a target that they're not ready for, or they're not aiming at all and just saying... I'm going to hit that target. Yeah. Doesn't happen. There needs to be some form of, uh, why am I drawing a blank? You have to be mindful. You have to pre-plan. Discipline. Sorry. Yeah. There has to be discipline. Definitely discipline. Because if, if you're talking about new year's goals, you are talking about doing something that leads to a radical change that you are not doing right now. You can't say, I want to lose, let's just even say a single pound by the end of the year. You have 365 days to lose a single pound. But if you don't change anything, you're not going to get it. You have to do something different. And I think that's where most people fail is they want to accomplish the goals. But at the same time, they don't want to give up the things that they enjoy doing. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And no matter what you do, if you want to introduce something new, you have to sacrifice something else. Take hours in a day. If you want to exercise for an hour a day, well, now you have to do something else that you were doing for an hour out of the equation. Not just that, but think about everything. If you want to be in a relationship, that takes time as well. So now what are you going to sacrifice to make room for that relationship. If you want to go from being an employee who is hourly to salary, whereas before you could count and say, okay, I know I'm going to make, you know, I I need to put in 40 hours a week. What are you going to do now when it could be 45, 50, 60, 80, 90, maybe even 200 hours a week? There aren't 200 hours in a week. I'm just, going to put that out there on planet earth yes on planet earth (laughs) no glenn i i like this because the re like when you told me about this topic i fell in love with it not necessarily for the topic itself but we've done so many episodes where it's okay you need to realize this you know part of your brain or subconscious is doing these things and you got to combat that and what obstacles are you creating and how to set goals? We, we've talked about all that kind of stuff. The reason why I like this is because this is normal, everyday stuff. You just happen to be shooting. They told you this one thing and just boom, 
it just something clicked and you were like, something just makes sense to me. Oops, that didn't, that was bad. Was that supposed to be a joke? I, it, it was a rim shot, but I thought it was like a basketball swoosh. Like, oh, okay. Well, yeah. That was a fail on Rohit. But, but yeah, that, you know, that's what, that's what I really liked about it is because it's something that you just discover in life. And the more you can do that, that shows that you are aware and you are present and you are in the moment and you're looking for ways to improve. Always. Oh, perfect. Well, Glenn, let's uh, kind of wrap this up and, and hand the microphone back to you. Well, folks, again, you can take a life lesson from pretty much anything. In my case, I took one from going out shooting, target shooting. Aim small, miss small. Aim at those smaller targets. You have a better shot of getting that momentum started on for larger targets later. Um, the, again, if you don't aim at anything, you can't hit anything. So set yourself some sort of goal. You've got to build up that, that skill and that, that uh, I guess, thicker skin that you need even when you do fail so that you can reach for the stars and actually touch them. With that, we'll call this a, uh, a wonderful episode. Thank you all for listening. Until next time, Glenn Ruck saying stay safe, stay healthy, and keep growing. Thanks, everyone, for listening to our GYST podcast. We hope you learned how to get your together. 